Welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. I'm Celestina, a chef, dietitian, and total foodie. Each week, I chat with another awesome RD so we can learn a bit more about how diverse our profession really is and how much we can benefit from collaborating with fellow RDs. Welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. So I realized a couple of months ago the need for a place for RDs to connect, collab, and create a community. And I jumped into thinking about how I could create a platform that met all three of those needs. And fast forward, here we are, me talking into a mic in an empty room and you listening to me through your headphones while you're running during your commute or while you're cleaning your house. Side note, I'm just assuming that you're doing one of those things because that's what I do when I listen to podcasts. Other side note, yes, I will probably continue to do this side note thing when I record solo episodes. So let's dive right in. As RDs, we're kind of bred to have competition within us throughout undergrad and beyond. We start out in the science field, and then we have to go up against our peers to be selected for a really small DPD program, competition. Then, once we make it into our DPD program, we have to get A's and B's to get a verification statement, meaning that maybe we shouldn't share our notes because that's going to give you an edge. So once again, competing. OMG, and then volunteering. You have to have a stacked resume because that's going to set you apart. And then finally, after we graduate, or maybe even while we're still finishing up our last semester, the pressure is piled on once again. Applying to diecast, diecast, diecast. The ultimate RD competition. It's like fucking squid games up in here. Side note, I curse. If you don't dig it, this podcast may not be for you. Okay, back to diecast. So we all know the process well. We did all of the things to get to this point, and now we get to compete for one of 11 spots in our dream internship. Click submit and wait. We wait in agony until match day when a program chooses us based on our perfect grades, who we are on paper, and if we're super lucky, we get an interview. An added layer of competition. I really don't want to shit on our profession because we're total badasses. I just think it's terrible that the journey to becoming an RD is so competitive. And because this mindset is ingrained in us just as we're budding into the field, it kind of sticks with us, which sucks. And as a female-dominated profession, there is absolutely no reason to be competing. We should be lifting each other up. Crazy, right? No. No, it's not. There are 330 million people in the U.S., and there are about 40,000 dietitians of that group. Obviously, not everyone's going to need to work with a dietitian, but there's more than enough potential clients out there. So for those of you listening, from this point on, can we take one small step daily to be more inclusive, more collaborative, and adopt an abundance mindset within our RD community? We all have the same goal to help people gain a better understanding of nutrition, of health, and how to make food less scary and even friggin' delicious. I know that's my mission with this podcast and in all that I do with my fellow RDs. With the hyper-connected world in which we live in through social media, you can connect with RDs in totally different countries, share similar ideas, and even learn a new way of approaching a topic or even collaborate. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. Metaphorically, not literally. I'm literally still bouncing on my yoga ball that I sit on. Anyway, I'm super excited for this inaugural season of the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. I've been able to chat with so many RDs 
in different private practice niches, RDs in the clinical space, RDs in the community world, and RDs in outpatient clinics, and even RDs in education. Guys, we do a lot of cool shit. Everyone has such a unique perspective because of their personal backgrounds, experiences, and how they work with clients. So it's been amazing to have these conversations with RDs from all over the US and Canada. I've seen similarities and I've been able to see really cool differences. We're all snowflakes, totally different, totally unique, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Did I take that analogy too far? Eh, it's my podcast. Long story short, we have a lot to learn from each other and I'm just stoked that you're here to listen. Okay, so you're probably asking, well, who the hell are you? (laughs) I'm honored, thank you so much for asking. I'm Celestina, like I mentioned earlier. I've been an RD for about five years now and I've had my private practice for about the same amount of time. Yes, I was one of those young, eager RDs. But hey, we're here to have an open mind and not judge, remember? Okay, so back to it. Let's take it a bit further back. I come from an Italian family, in case my name didn't give it away, where food is love and my nonna was my best friend. She was always cooking something and the house always smelled amazing. I knew at a young age that food was something that I loved, so I pursued culinary school at Johnson & Wales in Providence, Rhode Island. Culinary school is not for the faint of heart. Even while in school, we had long days and literally paid tuition to clean floors and scrub pans. It was great. No, but for real, I really enjoyed making delicious meals, but I needed more of a challenge. So I applied for the DPD program, killed the interview, and before I knew it, I was on the track to becoming an RD. I actually loved the DPD program I did. It was all food-based, meaning that instead of just sitting in a classroom learning about nutrition, we learned about it and then we cooked what we learned. So fun. So when it came to apply to DieCast, I actually waited a year you know, to stack the resume a little bit more with a diet tech job and a restaurant management gig. And then I didn't get matched. To my fellow RDs out there who also didn't get matched, you know how defeating it is to put your all into an application and not get matched. Yeah, I was pretty crushed, but hey, life goes on. So I applied again in the fall for a different program and they actually appreciated my culinary heavy background. Thanks UNLV for the awesome opportunity. Side note slash pro tip. Fall match is hardly ever discussed, but it's totally worth a shot there because there are far less people who apply. So now back to post-internship. My first job was actually in the community setting, recording and editing cooking demos. We'll talk a lot more about this this coming season, but damn, it's crazy how sometimes the universe has totally different plans for you than you do yourself. Literally three months before I was offered that position, I remember having a conversation with one of my preceptors and she said that with my skills, I really needed to be on camera. I laughed because the thought of being on camera made me so nervous. Side note slash main takeaway here. Even though it scares the shit out of you, do it. The first year into the RD world, I was in the community setting, working per diem at a hospital where I did my internship and I started my business. Not really a private practice just yet, but I was personal chefing for professional athletes. Yeah, it was a pretty cushy gig. So just like that, life happens again. I got married to my bestie and we were off to our first base. Side note, I should probably mention that my now husband decided to join the Air Force around the same time that I got into the internship. So basically I signed up for a life of moving, a lot. Okay, on to the next city driving east to Albuquerque, New Mexico. I learned quickly that the best way to promote yourself in a new city is to hit the ground running, meet people and ask for introductions. While it may sound like I'm pretty outgoing on this podcast, 
I'm actually an introvert and starting conversations with people does not come easily. But as a solopreneur, no one's going to promote your business for you. So you got to do it. In Albuquerque, because of networking, not just when I first arrived, but throughout my two years there, I was connected to the right people. Awesome families to cook for as a personal chef, a chiropractor who let me rent office space and help boost my one-to-one clients, and a fellow RD who was launching a culinary medicine program at UNM. And guess what? She wanted me to teach the culinary portion. OMG, what? Side note here. While working with the chiropractor, I think I lost sight of what I wanted for my practice and started working with clients I wasn't super passionate about helping. That's not to say that they didn't have great results, because they did. But I wasn't fulfilled, except when we were talking about food or cooking together. So just as quickly as all of those awesome connections came, we had to move again. Side note, this is when I realized that restarting business every one to two years would be exhausting. And I figured out that I should be doing something virtual for the lifestyle that I lived. So I started recording my first online course. And again, eastward to Pensacola, Florida. Don't know where that is? It's literally as far as you can go west in Florida before you hit Alabama. Fun fact. So just like the last move, I hit the ground running with networking and taking meetings with everyone in the alternative health space. OMG, this helped launch me really quick. Within the first three weeks of moving, I was personal chefing for three families, and within three months, I was cooking for seven families a week. Yes, it was crazy. And yes, I was exhausted. But as a solopreneur, you take money when you can get it, right? Side note, wrong. No, that is so wrong. Damn, I was wrong. We're going to talk about that more later this season. So you may have already experienced this, and if not, please use this as a learning opportunity. But when you're working in your own business, it doesn't leave you much opportunity to work on your business. So I've heard from many sources that you're supposed to spend like 80% of your time as a solopreneur marketing your business. I was not doing that. So the private practice one-to-one side of my business did not grow in Florida. And because obviously I didn't have enough going on, like planning, grocery shopping, cooking, and commuting five days a week, I took on a contract consulting for a health-focused restaurant. Side note, that was from a connection that I made early on, and I really can't stress enough how important it is to connect locally or virtually when you're in a new place or starting a new business. Back to it. Then, March 2020. I feel like you're probably pretty familiar with what happened then. Anyway, I found a quick way to pivot and continue to serve my personal chef clients. And then once again, within a month, we got orders to move. This time, even further east than we've ever been before. To Germany. I was super excited when we found out, super excited to be able to go to Europe. But then I also realized that I wouldn't be able to work in the same capacity that I did in the States. I would have to be 100% virtual. Talk about pivoting. So I'm gonna be super real with you. The transition online was not easy. I'd gotten really good at connecting with people in person, but it just felt schmutzy and fake when I'd start conversations with random people on IG. It took more than a couple of months a total breakdown, and finding a better business coach to realize that I was trying to fit a square into a circle with the course that I'd created. And then I realized that my niche wasn't responding to what I was doing at all. Side note, have you ever tried to do something six different ways and still get no traction? Fun fact, it's hella defeating. Anyway, let's fast forward to the good stuff. I finally found an audience I could speak to confidently, connect with, and help because 
I've been there too. So what's up my fellow RDs? I'm here to help you connect with each other, to grow through the Dietitian Collaborative podcast. And I also created a virtual cooking resource library for RDs to license to their clients so that your clients can gain kitchen confidence. Yes, four years into my business, many pivots and many, many learning experiences, both good and bad. I am so grateful to be able to work with other awesome RDs who see the value in their clients learning cooking skills and how flavors go together. I love working collaboratively with my fellow RDs and growing the resource library specifically for their clients' cooking needs. I feel like that when you're doing what you're meant to do, it just feels so aligned. So with this story, I didn't tell you to give you a resume play by play. I told it so that you're reminded that things don't always turn out the way you think they will. And as solopreneurs, we have to roll with the punches. We don't always get it right the first time. And sometimes we have no idea what the hell we're doing. And that's okay. I'm so excited to continue the conversation with you this season. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this has inspired you to connect and collab with fellow RDs. I encourage you to to connect and reach out to a new RD this week, social media, in your local area, whatever that may be. All of the links from today's show are going to be in the show notes, and I'll chat with you next week when we have Allegra Gast, a fellow RD on the show. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to the conversation that we had. And just like that, that is a wrap on episode one of the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Guys, this is super exciting. All right, well, the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast was brought to you by Wellness Cucina. Check out Wellness Cucina. The link is in the show notes at wellnesscucinallc.com. And that's where you can learn more about the Kitchen Confidence Resource Library, that licensing tool for RDs. And definitely check out Wellness Cucina on Instagram at wellnesscucina. Link is also in the show notes. And if you dug this podcast and you know another RD who would also love it, share it. And also, if you don't mind, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps out the new show a ton. And I'm so excited for you guys to listen to the rest of the season. All right, sending all of the good vibes and we'll chat next week. Ciao. OMG, I almost forgot. In two weeks, I'm launching the Dietitian Collaborative Mastermind, a six-week community-focused mastermind that helps RDs build relationships and create a source of residual income without having to trade time for money. This is ideal for RDs who are at a pivot point in their business and want more than just one-to-one counseling or group counseling. To learn more about the Dietitian Collaborative Mastermind, follow the link in the show notes and we can hop on a quick chat, talk a little bit about this and see if this is going to be a good fit for you and your business. Mm-hmm.